Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm joined by Ainsley Harriet. I don't know. <laughs> I've got fried fish. Ramsey. I've got fried fish and rice. You looks all right, Andy. That actually looks all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I, I saw you at the show last night, but I couldn't come into your area. Yeah, I thought you were just again playing that top shot foolishness from the game. Oh, it's like that, is it? You like going on like you don't even know people. No, I'm not allowed in the area where you was. What? In fact, good question. So, with what's happened to, to Eddie, how many people have just looked at you to give you a double take? Because you were with him. Uh, when was the last time you was with Eddie? A week ago today. Mm. Have you been tested? Three times. I mean, proper king up your nose and down your mouth. Thing. Not yeah, like... Country. Three times. I'll tell you, I was tested for the MTK show last week. Yeah, Yeah. I was tested for Milton Keynes on Saturday, and I've been tested today. I've been tested today as well. Why? Well, I've been tested today. I've had a test today. All right. Why do you get tested today? You're at home. It doesn't matter. I just got today. So basically, in in answer to your question, I'm probably more safer than you. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, I'm afraid no. no yes. No. Well, how many coronavirus? How many have you had in the last seven days? What test? Yeah. I think none. What? None. No, no, I haven't. Well, there you go. So yeah, I eat good. I eat healthy. Doesn't matter. I don't socialize with people. It doesn't matter. I wash my hands. Yeah. I wash my hands even after, even after I put my own underpants on. I wash, I'm always clean. All right, you're just yeah. turning this conversation weird now. You're just turning it into a freak show. Mm-hmm. Johnny, let's talk about last night, though. Um, let's start with Joshua Buatzi. Um, yeah, he, uh, Kalich gave him some, some good tough rounds, and then he... Pulled out the spiteful streak that we know Boatsy has and, and got the job done. On paper, you know, on paper, I thought this is going to be a tough one for him. And I know he should have boxed. Oh, God, he should have boxed in the final eliminator. Oh, God, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, uh, but it didn't, it didn't happen. Um, Blake Caparello. Yeah, that's it, Caparello. Uh, and it didn't happen. So last time he boxed was what, August. I know, listen, it, everybody's complaining that they aren't getting their work in. You need to fight often. Everyone's in the same boat. So it's not like some people have got more advantage than, the, than another. So, so in regards to ring rush, in regards to time out the ring, I can't sympathise with him there because it's happened to everybody. I think on performance and what he showed in regards to character, that I think good on him because when he got popped in the eye, he was hurt, he was flustered, he was befuddled. And that's come through it. And that's something you need to see. I, need, I like to see that. Enough. No, sorry. I like to see how he reacted. I like to, to me, it tells me a lot about a fighter's character and his makeup and how he is. 
So I, I did like to see how he reacted. You don't want to see actual fighters, but how he reacted. Um, Chantel Cameron becoming uh, UK's latest world champion. Wait, uh, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. So, so last night. Hold on, hold on. My phone's ringing. Wait there. Sorry. Sorry for disturbing you. So I had to answer that. Um, All right, so let's go back. So we talked about Huatsi uh, uh, Park last night. So afterwards, I seem to have caught another little bit of a shitstorm uh, with my comments uh, in regards to Callum Johnson and uh, Anthony Yard. Uh, and people think I'm, I'm bitching down on Callum Johnson, which I'm not. It's just an observation. So we were talking about, if you look, watch the show, after the show, they were talking about where does he go next, about world, chasing after world honours. And I'd see, I said I'd like to see him sort out business more on his own doorstep first. A fight with he and Andy Yard would be like a volcano and a tornado clashing. I thought with Callum Johnson, I said for some reason, I just don't feel like he, he, he wants it. Uh, if that came across as though I was insulting him, it probably does. Uh, that wasn't... That wasn't, that wasn't the intention. Uh, what, what is absence is silence. It, it, it tells me more than what he could tell me. Like he, so he boxed uh, um, the world title October 2018. Was it October, November 2018? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then, and then the fight before that was what, March last year? Sean in Monaghan. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. So it's been it's been pretty quiet. I know, obviously, this year a lot of fighters have, have struggled. They, they want to get in the mix. I just saw to be in the position he's in. He's in. You've got you've got a chance to to say you could compete at a level. I just thought, well, why have you gone so quiet? What are you waiting for? You know, you need you need to start shouting from the rooftops. You need to start chasing down fighters. You need to start making a name for yourself, like chasing the yards, chasing the bosses. Uh, Funny enough. None of them are shouting down anybody. And so, so, uh, so maybe he was the name I picked, but none of them are chasing down anybody. Uh, I mean, verbally, coming out of the mouth. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so Johnson, uh, Callum, uh, Johnson's fans were, uh, uh, fans were given, responded in a not so happy way, should I say, after that was said. But this isn't a personal thing, because I think Joe Gallagher's a, I think he's a cracking trainer. I think he's very passionate about his fighters. And I love that. Um, but uh, I just like, I, I, I do read a lot of what's happened with a lot of fighters, what they're doing and outside the ring. What are you going to ask me? Okay, so just to clarify, because I haven't seen any of this stuff, so this is a brand new right. But just to clarify, did you suggest that Callum Johnson mm -hmm. potentially or possibly didn't want a fight with Joshua Boatz? Is that what you suggested? I alluded to that. But I said I, I said he wasn't alluded to that. Alluded to it. Do you know how stupid that sounds? Because I know, Callum, I know. Because Callum Johnson actually did an interview with Sky a few days ago talking about this fight. Correct. And come on, what did he say? Well, I haven't seen it, but he was talking about Boatsy. Oh right, all right. So, so he was talking right. about Boatsy. So I haven't watched it. I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched it, but I know he was talking about Boatsy. So mm. I don't know where you plucked that one out from, Nelson. Well, so what I'm saying is the three of them, you, you've, got, you've got three good light heavyweights in our country that are chasing world honours. Two of them have already backed some, boxed on, on 
on the on on on, on the world level. Watsi hasn't yet. Um, why are these guys not chasing each other? Why are these guys not trying to trying to stamp the authority, pissing on tree on their own doorstep, and make themselves stand out instead of saying, "No, I'm going to do my own thing first before I come back and deal with you lot." That that you know, when when you become a champion, then you think, right, I've crossed all the T's. It's not going to be well, why don't you fight him? Why don't you fight him? We've seen it time and time again. You get so many good fighters, like like you have Junior Witter, Ricky Hatton. Why did he never fight? But hope, for, hope to God we don't have the same with Tyson and Joshua. I hope that never happens. Uh, I, hope, I hope that that's not the same scenario. But we've got three good light heavyweights, world-class light heavyweights in our country. To me, it's about putting them under pressure, to making them tight, making them getting with each other. So, with regards to Anthony Yard, obviously that one, him being with a different promoter and a different network, obviously that is... Everything's bit... possible? So is it I'm possible? not saying it's not possible. What I'm what? saying is it's slightly more complicated to make than Johnson against Boatsy because that could easily be made. They're both under the same promotional outfit and yep. that fight could easily happen. But the Yard fight takes okay, a little... So, so, okay, then, so, so what you're doing, so we, the, that little, that little spat alone has got people talking, got people saying, what are you talking, you're full of shit. So now the pressure's going to be on because I'm either Callum Johnson's going to think, you know what, that's bullshit, I'll show him. Or Joshua Barks is saying, no, you know what, let me just deal with this situation. We've got to pressure these people into getting in together instead of developing amnesia and saying, no, no, I can't hear who, who, who are you talking about? So I'm kind of glad I've set the cat amongst the pigeons because now people are talking about more talking, they're going to demand it more because as you say, that fight could be made. What are you smoking at? Nothing. I just you, you upset everyone every day or someone <laughs> every day. <laughs> I don't mean to. I'm a nice guy. I know you're a nice guy and everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but I would never suggest that Callum Johnson wouldn't want to fight Bawatsi. Right. I, I wouldn't think that. And I wouldn't say that vice versa about any of them, really. All right. Anyway, hang on. You've probably got an agenda behind it anyway. So we'll move on from that anyway. What do you mean I've got an agenda? With who? I'm just saying. No, I, didn't, I didn't say it. I'm just reading some comments on Twitter and the people suggesting that you may have an agenda. I, I, I actually, that does make me chuckle. It does make me chuckle. It's like, you know when they, they do those conspiracy theories? You know, they don't want us to see that. Who the hell is they? Who are they? So now it's, Nelson's got a, an agenda. With who? <laughs> I don't get it. With who? Well, listen, I, I hope some of these fights do get made because, like I said, that light heavyweight division in this country alone can make some very, very good fights. So. See that? Exactly. And who benefits? We do, or the fans do. And the fighters get the credit they deserve. And it's not always going to be that question mark why don't you fight him? Why don't you fight him? Okay, let's run through uh, the other card. Yeah. The other fights on the card, sorry. Um, yeah, Chantel Cameron, uh, becoming WBC world champion, uh, as dominant as a performance as you're going to see. Um, there was obviously a wardrobe malfunction going on with her opponent. Apparently, apparently a sports bar company have... Um, um, you're making it up. You're making no, no, I'm not making it up. And I don't know if they've officially made an offer uh, of a deal for uh, Odoho, or they've just sent a load of, get, load of sports bars to, to uh, 
to uh, to to boxing. But you just made I, that up. I don't believe. No, I'm not made it up. You see, hot off the press. I know the company. I know. Me know that. Yeah, but why would I mean she? Chantel Cameron beat her, so why would they be doing it now? It would have been obviously better to have, you know what I mean? They want to get in the mix. They want to say, look what we can do. We can save you from little wardrobe man functions. Let's not talk about the nippleage. Let's not forget about it. Let's talk you about the five. Let's you talk mentioned about the five. I thought, I thought, I thought, obviously there was a weight. Uh, um, uh, she didn't make the weight, so she, she was well and truly over the weight. But she was a tough she was she, she was WBC, uh, number three WBC ranked in the world. Chantel was number five. And I think Chantel boxed wicked. She was smart. She was sharp. And she had to be. And she was determined. I loved it. Uh, and you know what? She's good on her. She well deserved. Absolutely. And on, off the back of that, obviously, um, now it's just the world title women's triple header coming November the 14th. Yeah, uh, Taylor, Terry Harper, nice. Rachel Ball, um, fighting for the vacant uh, WBA title against Evelyn Bridges. So yeah, yeah. who ran the world? <laughs> <laughs> who ran the world? <laughs> um, Alan Babbage. Yeah, the savage. You know what? He's such a nice guy. Um, I don't know how far he'll go. But he's a nice guy. He's such a character. And uh, um, I like him. I'm not saying that he's going to be a world beater. You know, he's, he, and I know quite sure if anybody's honest with him, to his face, should I say, I'm not saying that now. And he said, look, I want the haters to, to doubt me because you threw me on. But he's a nice guy and I love his determination. I love his attitude. I love his mindset. Everything about him. I do think he's a cruiserweight. Uh, if not like everywhere, he's a he's a cruiserweight. Uh, but he wants to be he wants to be like Jack Dempsey. He wants to, he, he just he doesn't care. He wants to maul him. Um, but I do like him. I do like him. Uh, and I'm 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 liking his journey. Yeah, um, I, I, I tend to go along with that. I think uh, he's definitely exciting to watch because you literally well you do know what you're getting. I think that's what it is. And I mean I don't know how many different fighters he's going to be able to maintain that kind of fast pace, in-your-face, relentless front-foot pressure. But it's exciting to watch. Mm, it is, it is. Um, that's what you want. So to me, I think it's entertainment, bombs on seats. Uh, you know it's going to end sooner than... Oh, sorry, we think it's going to end sooner than what he'd anticipate. But... Uh, as long as he's in there with the exciting fights. You can think of some wicked fights. Can you him against Dave Allen? Um, there's some exciting fights there that for us domestically to, to get our teeth into. Um, Saw so the debut of John Hedges last night. and 18-year-old, um, uh, six foot five. Was he super middle? Uh, yeah. I think he's very, very green. And unfortunately, it was, that was a... That was uh, his introduction to the the pros. Even though he might have been a good amateur, the pros is a completely different game, and uh, he's got to take the criticism. He's got to take the bumps with the knots. It's not going to mean smooth sailing. Um, I didn't think he won. Um, I do think he looks vulnerable, but he's a he's a kid, and he's got a lot of time to go. So if 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 the the negative the negative comments he's hearing from me uh, come across as um, 
as, a, as a offensive. They don't mean to be. What I'm saying is I've got to do these things to make him understand, look, there's a, there's a lot to work on. And uh, he, got, he got lucky uh, last night. And so um, I just think uh, with the height and reach of him, he's unbelievable. He wasn't a football body movement. But of course he's going to get criticised. That was his first professional fight. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I saw people's comments about it. I just, yeah. Guy a chance, I suppose. Yeah, it was. It was a tough opener for him. It was a very mm. tough opener for him against. Wait on a minute. Even though his opponent came in at late notice, um. So so, but then again, late notice these days doesn't mean Jack because everybody thought he can do his training. Uh, so he's just he's just he's probably he's, he's into he's probably not as good as what he thought he would be at this stage as a professional, but, but with the height and the reach that he's got and the weight he's at, hopefully matchmaking is everything with this young man. They've got to match him right. If they match him right, then his development will, will see his development in front of our very own eyes. If they don't match him right, they'll get caved in and, and they'll, they'll spoil a good talent. Just um, a word on the fights between Eudofia uh, and Harding. Wicked. Also, uh, Wicked fight. Eudofia's yeah. bad! He's a bad man. He's a proper... I rated him. You know what? And, and Harding, you got to give... What's Harding? 36, 37, 36 years old. You don't feel... Uh, he was 27 years old. Um, but you could tell. He had pace. He had movement. He had snap. Um, he's bad. I, I liked him. I liked, he actually stepped it up. Uh, second half of the fight. Uh, and Harding, uh, he, he, was, he, was, he was starting to look old. Um, and he, had, he, was, he, was, he was gutsy, but he started to look old, or, or you don't feel made him look old, because good feet, good movement, good confidence. I liked him. Uh, I did like him, and I think he's number 10 in, British, in the British rankings, and I can see him flying through the British rankings, given the opportunity. Mm. Um, Akib Fiaz, Jamie Moore's fighter against Kane Baker. I said this last night, I'll say it again. I think he's better than what he thinks. I think he thinks he's better than what he actually is at this stage. He's a good kid, technically on the on point, but he's got, uh, Jamie's got to pull the reins in on him and say, right, give him a reality check. He's a good fighter, and this kid potentially can be very good. He's not a banger, but he's a good boxer. Uh, and he has the confidence of a better boxer, but he doesn't match his ability yet. So, so Jamie's got to control him. Um, and, uh, and it's too early to... to, to um, so one second, one second. Oh, sorry. How do I do this? Uh, come on, all the way. It's too early to. Uh, uh, it, it, for, the, for the things he was doing, he was doing in the ring. He doesn't punch hard enough to get away with it, and he's getting involved in scrappy situations that he's actually better than. And that's because he's trying to box like a puncher, like uh, like he's got some punch power to concuss fighters to, to back him off. So he needs to be sharp. Give it time. That was his what? His matchroom debut. Yeah? Was it his matchroom debut? Um, no, uh, five that. fights. Was it five fights? He's had five fights. He's, he's fought under... I'm sure he's already fought under matchroom. Yeah, he's, he's had five fights. That was, that was his sixth fight. Let's see professional fight. Sixth fight, I think that was. His, uh... Yeah. Oh. Um, you obviously were talking to Dillian White last night. Yeah. What, what in good you? spirits. Uh, Dylan's in good spirits. He's, he's, um, he came over to... to um, uh, you know what? I think the, the guys that boxing the Dillian, it's the school of hard knocks. He, he, he makes sure his fighters have an opportunity. 
and if they <coughs> and if they fall flat or they can't um, make the most of that opportunity, then he's saying, "Look, this this is one of those things." But he's making sure a lot of fighters from his area, from from that, come to him. He's giving them an opportunity, and he's going to show his support for them. I like that family feeling, that family atmosphere. I saw them all. Well, they all hang and do all all the fights. They, they kind of hang about on the balcony afterwards. Uh, social distancing, of course, but it was like a family. It was a good, it was a good vibe, and uh, he he made them feel as though you, if you didn't know who Denim was, you would think he was he was a a, a, a world contender. You just think he was one of the boys. Did he say anything to you about the rematch coming up? Can't wait for it, he said. He said, I can't wait for it, and it will stop him, which made me worry. Because when, usually when you go for the stoppage, you don't get it. If you go to box someone, you end up getting the stoppage. If he goes for stoppage, I mean, to try and crease somebody up, then, then that means you are, you are you're giving the man a chance. If made you get in a slip, gunslinging fight, we're both flinging hooks in, 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 in reach. It's a case of who lands first, not who's the best. Uh, Dylan needs, needs, if he's going to do that, he needs to beat him up long like he was doing before he got stopped mm. and not crisscross with this man. Um, what are your thoughts on Deontay Wilder splitting with Mark Breland? Exactly the same as uh, Dylan's stupid. To me, it was, he was the, Breland was the only brains, <coughs> uh, <coughs> true brains in that corner, that knew our sport inside out, that understood our sport inside out. So, obviously, they split up because of the disagreement, I'm assuming. Um, what else were they split up? Uh, that means Deontay disagrees with him. He disagrees with Deontay. Deontay hasn't got the experience of Mark Breland. Mark Breland was a slickster. He could fight. Why would you? Why would you? I don't understand. I can't. Okay, we can assume the 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 the, the, art, the split is is about you know him being thrown under the bus when Dylan when when uh, when he got stopped and the towel was thrown in. Um, but to me, I just think, why would you get rid of him? Why would you do that? Where's the knowledge? Where's the wisdom? Where's the, the expertise <coughs> that you're going to work with? I can't think of anybody else that you can work with that will actually be able to... Mark Breland is not a loud, braggadocious individual that so look at me. He's quiet, he's calculated, he's smart, he knows what he's doing. Um, and he doesn't want the limelight. He actually reminds me of that side of it reminds me of Ron McCracken. Ron McCracken doesn't want the limelight. You know, he wants to be sat in the audience watching his fighter. Um, he doesn't want to do a, an interview. And that's, that's, that's brilliant. He just wants to do his job. That's the kind of people you want. Why would you get rid of him? That's a no-brainer. Why wait seven months to do it? From the, from the Fury fire? Mm, what would you think he has? What would you think... We've only just got the news now. Um, assuming that it happened around the time that it was put out there. I'm assuming. Well, maybe. Or maybe, or maybe, um, maybe it's just got out. It's just, maybe it's just got out. Maybe that decision was made after when he when lost. You know, we don't know. So, so it's not, because I can't imagine... It's, it's, uh, it's just happened now. I, I reckon we're just hearing the news now. Mm. I mean, I think Tyson Fury has said in the past, hasn't he, that he'd get Breland on board. 
I mean, is that the maddest thing in the world? Like, just for the, 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 the trilogy fight, if Fury was to bring in Mark Breland into that camp? Emmanuel Stewart used to do it. Emmanuel Stewart has worked with, with two fighters that box each other. Emmanuel's done it. Um, but then it's about the integrity, integrity of the trainer. And do you trust him? I wouldn't do it if I was Tyson, if I was Tyson Fury. I wouldn't trust him. And I'm not, and that's so, again, fucking mouth. No, I think like people I'm, understand what you mean. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Uh, but I know it's business, but I just won't do it. To me, it don't make sense. You're that person, you've got to trust them 100%. And so they're going to be a friend for life, even if they're not. And so I'd, I'd struggle to, to, to have my opponents, uh, the guy that's tried to work on, on beating me twice, uh, is now jump ship to join me. Hmm. Yeah, that's, I just think, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. Because you, you keep telling him stuff he shouldn't know. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Obviously, because Wilder's got Jay Diaz and Ed Breland. It'd be interesting to see who they, if they bring in someone else. I think I read that Malik Scott might take more of a, a lead role in the training as well. <sighs> um. No, but listen, this is all speculation because, again, we've not heard anything from the horse's mouth. Uh, we've heard it from people around him and his people or people that are claiming to be his people. So, again, it's not fair that we, we give him a, a verbal beating bashing for things that are said concerning him. Unfortunately, the book stops with him. So, therefore, he is going to get a verbal beating and bashing because it sounds like it's coming from him. They are foolish decisions, foolish uh, um, things that, that are happening, but I'm quite sure some meat will be put on the bones eventually. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, we don't even know whether Fury and Wilder will happen this year. What do you think? don't know. I've just, I, I go from the comments of Frank Warren and Tyson Fury and the last four weeks or so, it's been almost like, you know, we want Tyson to fight even if it, that doesn't, fight with Wilder's not going to happen this year. Fury's going to fight this year. I don't know, it just points to the direction of no fight. it might not happen. I hope I'm yeah. wrong because I do want to kind of just draw a line under that now. You know? I think everybody around Wilder should tell him, do not do that fight now. Everybody around him, I'm hoping that's what they're doing. I'm hoping that's why he sacked Mark Breland because Mark Breland's played him saying, no, listen, don't do that now. If you do that, you're done. Because mentally you won't get over it. I'm hoping that's why he's sat grilling. I'm hoping he's got, if there is true friends around him and they're really look, looking out for his best interest, that's what he should be telling him. If they're really his friends. And it's not until he's my age, I look back and think, damn. And I realise they're not because, because anybody in the right, right mind would never tell him to jump straight back in again. They just wouldn't. It's catch the beating twice. And each one's got worse than the other. The next one will be worse than this one. So, so I'm, ho I'm hoping the reason why he's got rid of Breland is because Breland said, no, don't do it. And, he, and he's not endorsed. He's not supported his, his choice of, of opponent in Tyson Fury. Did you talk to Tyson Fury on Talk Sport the other day? Mm-hmm. What, what was you doing? Uh, we were just talking. Um, listen, Tyson's all right, man. 
And 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 I, I tell you one thing: what happens is, and, and again, and and this is this is the unfortunate thing about our sport. We've got so many brave people on keyboards. They'll tell you this, that, and the other. But when they see you to your faces, and I, I didn't actually mean that. If I'm going to say something, it's me because I mean it. It's not because I'm not going to say it behind your back. And so, I, and I think Tyson, regardless if he likes it or not, he more he appreciate that more than somebody chatting shit to him, thinking taking him for an idiot. So, so, so I gave my argument, and he gave his argument, um, and that's it. It's not personal because I actually think he's a nice guy, but it was just that's just my point of view. If I'm wrong, prove me wrong. It wasn't any. It was that was it. He was just putting to, that was that was that's how it was dealt with. Um, but I like that. Even when I box, I like people. I like people telling me what they're really for because it fueled me to prove them wrong. So with Tyson Fury, well, the worst fucking world champion this country's ever seen. But you know what? I proved you wrong by being the second longest. I was joking. I was joking. Johnny is a bad man. Not for the first six fights. You won't. And after the first six fights, you were the man. You were the man. <laughs> but I just think. You know what? It's just how it is. It's the sport. We think that, unfortunately, the fans get more gassed when things that are said are not said uh, more than the fighters. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going out now. Wait so, on a minute. Aren't you going to ask me about my fitness plan? I'm going out now. Anyway, so, my fitness plan is... <laughs> it was Spencer Oliver's idea. Go on. Yes, actually, do that. It was Spencer Oliver's idea. If you go on to get on it, johnnynelson.co.uk and check it out it's basically 12 rounds of shadow boxing and you've got me and you've got spencer and it met you why are you looking away man uh, and and, uh, and uh, trust me it's a proper workout now i went up to 19 stone i've been doing this consistently every day and i've dropped a stone that's 19 stone make you believe it where have you lost and, your head but actually so actually it was spencer's idea so when Spencer said it, I went, yo, Spencer, that's a great idea, that. There's nothing out there for boxers uh, or people that love to box that, that don't get hurt or don't get hurt. And it was just, it's, it's a beautiful, and it's sounding like, mad. It's doing really well. I, I sincerely Thanks. hope it goes well. It's going well. I don't need your help. It's going well. I want you to have a go. What? I want you to, I want to see you, I want you to see you at least three minutes. Give me three minutes of shadow boxing. What, right now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You see? What, stop, just stop, 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 man, stop. See, see, even your shadow's hitting your back. You're just doing it wrong, man. You, you, you just, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> you're sick, you're sick. You're sick. <laughs> You're sick. There's something wrong with you. You're sick. And you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad Jimmy Moore's, Jim Moore's boy did what they did. Just cage you. They got you and they got Eddie. Yeah. That's all right. That's You're all right. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I should have got my camera on. You know what? This, this guy's not mooning me, but he's done it the other way round. Oh, shut up, Johnny. Lies. Lies. Stop making shit up, Johnny. You're this sick. Is You're sick. <laughs> Johnny Nelson, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Um, 
Yeah, we'll Peace. catch you soon. But I appreciate it. I've got something for your baby. Yeah, where is it? I'll show it you. It's for oh. you and your baby, not for the world to see. All right, all right. You can show them if you want, but it's yours to deal with. Okay. Yeah, you're going bald. That'll be gone soon. Fuck off, baby girl drops. That airline's fucking perfect. That airline will start there soon when this baby drops. Trust me. All right, I'll take your word for it. Take care. Thank you very much. See you later, bro. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt.